Howdy. Hi, mate. How are you? Yes, I'm okay. <laughs> How are you? Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's that good. I'm okay. How are you? Uh, fine. At the moment, the fabric of reality is holding itself together, and I feel okay, so <laughs> we're all right. Well, that's positive. Um, I think we should start off um, by acknowledging that we didn't release last week. Uh, yeah, we might have... Uh, <clears throat> Drop the ball on that mm. one. Um, mm. I mean, we were we were inundated with um, people asking where their Sleece of Babel was. There, no, there was Three actually of four of them. So, I mean, that is... Uh, <laughs> We're definitely <laughs> in people's minds and thoughts. But yeah, yeah. basically, We're listeners, sorry. Lee and I had a fucking terrible run of luck with all kinds of different things. Um, yeah. And just couldn't get it together. But between, we're here between now. The two, yeah, between the two of us, we were just like... Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a, <laughs> it was it a was cauldron a of misery, wasn't it? He wouldn't want to listen to us like that. No, you really, really wouldn't. Um, <laughs> but you don't have to listen to us like that because we're back bigger listen. longer uncut listen if we ever that sounds need... like a penis doesn't it <laughs> bigger longer uncut yeah <laughs> the sequel the i wish um if we ever do leave mm. we're not here for a week or two mm. we've got 50 odd episodes that yeah. you can go back and listen to yeah there's even other bits like babble bits if you are listening to this stuff. and you're going well actually i haven't gone back and you know listened to all of them then just, I mean, pause here, go back. <laughs> we'll wait for you. Listen to everything, and we will sit for the approximate kind of 50 Three or weeks. so hours <laughs> that it takes it you to, to listen to it. I've got some water. Um, I've got a third of a bag of Maltesers. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm comfy. I can just sort of sit back and, uh, yeah, yeah. good. Yeah, it's going to be fine. So we'll see you, you do in 50 hours. See you in a bit. How, how long do you stay quiet for? Well, that's I mean, always the thing, isn't it? It's always maybe we a, should, like dead air is never a good thing, is it? Maybe we should just hum for the 50 hours. Mm. 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 Oh, just, mono, just one oh, monotone. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I don't know. We were, well, we can't afford any tune, can we? So, yeah, this is true. It's, it's not like we can actually uh, hum a song, so we'll just have to hum a kind of monotone. It's like monks. <laughs> Babble monks. <laughs> 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 that sounds like something. <laughs> oh, welcome to the fucking show. Yep. Episode fifty-eight. Yes. Nothing for it. We'll just no, move we're on. charging. We're charging into the into the uh, latter stages upper. of the fifties. The upper echelons. Yeah. So. <laughs> We're what charging through with nothing to say. No, I mean, nothing of course, we've got fucking... Loads to say. Yes. I've got something to tell you. Go on, then. I don't know if I've told you this already. I doubt it. You might have seen it on the socials because the wife is posting. But okay. someone tried to abduct my cat. I did not know this at all because I don't really check social media. What are then you I shall about? I shall tell you the turgid story what? of the attempted abduction of my cat. Okay. So... Uh, sitting in the front room, wife's doing what she always does, flitting between social medias, yada yada. And local news says that there is a cat missing. 
and a couple are looking for their cat because their daughter are very sad. And yeah. someone else says, yeah. Ooh, I've caught the cat. And it's a, it's a white and black cat. It looks nothing like my cat. <laughs> it's just the same colours. That's it. But if you paid attention to any other features, you'd go, they are not the same cat. So, I go outside, and I'm putting the bins out, and I just whistle for my cat, because we've been talking about cats and missing cats, and it's on my brain. Mm. So I put a whistle out, normally gets him to come back. And he didn't. Didn't think anything of it, because he often ignores me, like everyone else does. So I went to go back into the house. And you know when you hear something, or it's it's not clear, but there's something awry with the noise. You're like, that's not a local noise for local people. This is a foreign entity in my vicinity. Right. And I can hear someone talking. And I, for a second, I ignore it. And then for some reason, every part of my body says, go and have a look at what that is. So I did. Open the gate. And upon opening the gate, I go into like a, a, one of those locked alleyways, gate at the end of a communal key sort of thing. Mm. And he comes bolting from that end towards me. And as I'm just about to pick him up, the lady who has stood at said gate at the end of the alleyway says, oh, that's my cat. I said, it's not. She went, it is, it's my cat and it's pregnant. So I picked him up, looked him square in the face, definitely my cat. And I said, he is called Loki, and he has a penis. To which point she went, what? I was like, and I, so I walked up to the gate, and at this point, I'm annoyed at this point, because like, <laughs> this is already annoying me. Mm. So I went, look, I went, he is a man, he has a penis, and he's chipped. So this is my cat, and I'm, I'm literally holding him. But at this point, my cat decides to show them that he's not very comfortable with being picked up all the time. So he starts squirming and shit as she starts explaining how her cat's gone missing and they look exactly the same and how sorry she is for feeding him ham and nearly taking him home. And all the time that she's telling me this, he's squirming like fuck and I'm looking at him like, mate, stop making me look bad. <laughs> anyway, they say sorry. The husband also chips in and says, oh, identical. They look identical. They fucking don't. I've seen the pit. This thing's got a white face. My cat is all black except for his belly. That's it. Mm. They all scuttle off. And then a neighbour comes out. And he informs me how he was about to climb over the fence to go and get their cat for them. So that they can take her home. I am offended by the goodwill and nature of people trying to help with no brains. Well, uh, well the best bit was is that all of this was sold on the mother. Now, I feel sorry for them. They've lost their cat. They're obviously fretting and they're making bad decisions and all that sort of stuff. But she said to my neighbor, who was about to take my cat, something that convinced him so much. And I said, well, what did she say? He goes, oh, she goes, it's definitely my cat. You know when you just know your animal. Well, you clearly fucking don't love because no. you're about to steal my cow. <laughs> you see, I thought that story was going to end by you saying it was her cat and you ended up and being I was the, the cat no, burglar. Absolutely not. I am not an abductee of felines. But I did think that if Loki went missing and you got to the stage where you were like, okay, I'm going to put some posters up, <laughs> you'd put a poster up of a black cat 
Yeah, and, and everyone would be like, well, it's this one, this one, this one, this one. This what, one. Uh, it's, it, to me, that's the equivalent of like taking a photograph of a mime. Like everyone looks like a mime in a picture. <laughs> so what's the point? And, and to me, that was, that's the same as when people put um, lot, like, have you seen my cat? And it's just a black cat and the picture's in black and white. It's like, well, how is that uh, helpful? Yes. Did I ever tell you this story about when, will you remember when my dad used to breed rabbits? I don't know if I've told yes. this story on the podcast and I was about 14 or so. I was still at school and this, this um, couple came around and um, the, with, the, with their little girl and they'd they'd come around to obviously to buy a rabbit from my dad because he bred them and um i was kind of like in the garden doing something and i overheard this conversation now bear in mind you know how like how little emotion that my father shows on anything like he's very to the point and he said to the little girl oh so how come you want uh, a rabbit and she said oh well my last one died and my dad was like, oh, that's a shame. Well, we'll make sure you get a nice one. And she said, mm. yeah, my dad put um, wire on the on the front of the hutch. And my dad sort of looked at her and was like, oh, that, that's, that's what hutches should be. And the dad went, it was chicken wire. And the little girl kind of looked at him and then looked back at my dad. And my dad was like, oh, right, okay, well, that's quite big. Um and the dad sort of gave him this, this, her, the little girl's dad kind of gave my dad a sort of eye as if to say, don't say anything, like don't, don't push this any, any further. So, <laughs> so okay, right. fine. So dad said to the little girl, well, why don't you go into the shed and have a look around at the rabbits and see which one you like? So she does. Yeah. So as my dad's about to walk in behind her, father of little girl kind of puts his hand on my dad and is like, right, I just need to quickly tell you what happens. It was really <laughs> fucking, it, like, it was really traumatic. So my dad was like oh, okay what happened so essentially the rabbit had put his head through the chicken wire and, mm. and and had got stuck right and then late at night a fox had come along uh, and taken uh, the rabbit's head clean off uh, so the little girl in the morning went down uh, to feed the rabbit and just saw like a, a decapitated oh rabbit's body lying in amongst a, a bunch of bloody sawdust. And <laughs> oh I can remember, God. like, as he's telling my dad this story, I, I'm really slowly kind of turning round to look yeah, at him, like, more more you, what the fuck? <laughs> like, the, I thought the fact that when my uh, rabbit, Captain Bucky O'Hare, died, and my dad said he'd buried hey, him. Hey, um, fantastic name oh thanks mate yeah captain bucky, bucky o'hare. o'hare yeah doesn't get enough respect no, in this doesn't. day and age that's one for the kids isn't it captain bucky <laughs> o'hare um and i went to school I've, i think i've definitely told this story in the podcast i went to school and said to my, to my dad like are you gonna bury it and he was like yeah, yeah of course and i came home and he asked me to take the rubbish out and he just put it in the bin Oh yeah! He just put the rabbit in the bin <laughs> so i opened the bin there's just my dead rabbit lying in just the top chilling. of the bin and i was like Bearing in mind, I was like eight at this point, and I was like, "Dad, you've just shot my rabbit in the bin." It was like, "Wow, oh, it's only a fucking rabbit." It ended up being my fault that I was upset about the fact that he'd thrown a child's Stop pet worrying in about the bin. Rabbit. I never had pets after then. No. <laughs> a nice little story about a rabbit being decapitated and <laughs> put in a bin. <laughs> I don't know if her dad put it in the bin. I'm pretty sure he probably buried it because he's not a fucking sociopath.
I haven't even told you how he thanked me for not letting him get taken away by these. <laughs> Sorry, I went people. off on a rabbit tangent. But the, the, the fucking cat thanks me by finding my earphones and eating the rubber inserts off <laughs> overnight. So I, I come, I come in. Uh, doing a bit of recording of, of, on my own. I think, right, I'm going to go listen to Wait, that. Wait, sorry, what? Some recording on your own? Who the fuck do you think you are? Uh, a guy with a YouTube channel, mate. Oh, yeah, that's fair. I'll let you off. <laughs> but anyway, I go to watch that, mm. and, and I, I'm like, where, where are my earphones gone? And I've, I finally track them down to a hidden corner where they definitely were not put. And he's eating them clean off. So they're just <laughs> little nubbins. I bet but you thanks, wish the mate. woman had taken her. Also, like, what would prick. she have done if she'd have taken the cat and then it obviously just didn't have babies? I think they, they probably would have waited the three months. And is then that, after is that, that the gestation started, period for cat pregnancy? I, I think it is also, about three months. Also, if she's there. got a cat, why was she feeding the cat ham? God knows. Because she knows so much about her own animal. Yeah, clearly. Feeding it ham. <laughs> and not even... Oh. It's got a dick, love. <laughs> yeah, but you can't see it, can you? There's like a fairy nub. <laughs> where it lives within. And you can see it. When you hold up a That's cat, really similar to me. <laughs> <laughs> a fairy nub. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be angry. Don't be pissed. Just sit down, put it on your head. Believe it's possibly your go, mate. Let me just look at the calculations. Yes, it is. Um, I've got a few. <laughs> um, I've, I've got two. Okay, that's fine. Um, my first one is if you have an iPhone and your iPhone has the capacity to uh, unlock itself or unlock, you unlock it by using Face ID and it doesn't work. So you end up pulling eight different faces at various different angles just to unlock your fucking phone. It's a nightmare. That's the flaw in the system. Yeah. Number two uh, is people that are using the term, instead of rest in peace, rest in power. Right. I don't know why, it just really annoys me. It's nothing <laughs> so against the people that they're suggesting, and I quite like the sentiment. I just really don't like the phrase rest in power. My third one is anyone who says the phrase, if you cut me, I bleed something. Like, no, you don't. You bleed blood. You're a human being, you fucking <laughs> mung bean. What are you talking about? They talk I don't about think I've heard that they do it with like footballers. You, you know, oh, he plays for West Ham, cut him, and he bleeds claret and blue. No, he doesn't. No, he oh, doesn't. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> JD Sports drawstring bags. <laughs> I mean, drawstring bags, full stop. They cut off the blood circulation. You look like a bell end. And the why only just get a bag? Well, the only time you should ever use one of those is if you're going swimming. It doesn't matter if it gets wet. Yeah, f okay, fine. But, but I doubt everyone you've ever seen with one is on their way to Why the is, a, is a high street <laughs> shop carrier bag? part of some like cultural phenomenon i don't fucking understand it um oh what i'm calling shower caddy jenga 
Shower caddy Jenga. Okay. So you have a shower caddy with all of your accoutrement to have a shower in, and you remove one thing from it to use it, and everything fucking implodes <laughs> upon itself. So then you put the shampoo back, and it's resting on top of the shower gel next to the fucking face wash, and it's just like, <laughs> why do I have to negotiate this every time I have a shower? Um <laughs> My penultimate one is what I'm calling parallel parking closeness. Um, And that is that when you um, parallel park, obviously that is a, a, especially if it's a traffic cars parked on either side of the road, that is a a difficult skill to acquire. But Mm. you, you parallel park and someone who is waiting for you to park (gasps) is really, really close to you. (laughs) <laughs> Matt, I now this could have been on mine as well right. this has happened to me twice in the past week <laughs> right from different angles so yeah you've got the ones that you you start to slow down and you're signaling yes and they just don't register any possibility that you could be parking in that space so they just get right up your ass yeah, exactly and then you just sit there waiting in the, looking in the mirror like come on in exactly <laughs> exactly you put you, you put your reverse lights on until they get the idea but of course people have gone behind them now so now it's a yeah. conga line yeah, of yeah 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 well, you've got I, the other guys go on. who are the opposite directional traffic yes and you've stopped you've already started the maneuver and they're like well clearly that car isn't going to come on my side <laughs> yet it fucking does, yeah. believe it or not. Yeah. And you end up with this near-miss situation because some twat needs to go get his fucking toasties going. Yeah. And I think that the third little adage to that is a slightly different uh, element of it, but it's the same kind of prospect, is when you let someone go and they don't say thank you. It's like, <gasps> how my thank you? fucking dare you i have let you go and you have completely ignored my goodwill gesture and then in your head you go right that's it i am never ever (laughs) letting any other car pass ever again so fuck you and my last one is um i'm trying to look for a flat at the moment and um you get these beautiful amazing pictures that appear on um on whatever the fucking site is and then you get there and it looks like a fucking crack den stop <laughs> mis-selling me bullshit i've had enough of it was it a state agent imagery hoodwinkery it's just a, it's a fucking <laughs> it's a fucking nightmare um so that's me done wonderful well i now have three excuse me okay you thought of one in in the time that i've been talking no no it was just further down the list i've got got so much written down in my notes that it almost vanished so the first one is hoover wire entanglement bullshit okay why when you are gathering in the hoover wire if you don't have a pedal but no the magical zippy in pedal yeah why when you are gathering it in if it gets one knot in it it multiplies the weight of the wire so that it no longer travels around corners or comes down the stairs or whatever you're trying to do to it. And you end up having a fucking tug of war with air. Yeah, I know what you mean. Hate it. Uh, low frequency rumble transference. <laughs> okay, that sounds like a math rock album. It does sound good, doesn't it? I like that title myself. So, we both live near the sea. We do. I live in particular near a port area. Yes. So there's lots of, like, chuggy, big ships coming in and out all through the night, all through the day. Have you ever noticed that 
when you're going to sleep or when you're in a sort of smaller enclosed room, you can actually hear the engine vibrations like in your mind. <laughs> well, it's difficult to hear it over the top of matey upstairs jumping around, other matey upstairs running <laughs> up and down the flat and sounding like he's like uh, got a pneumatic drill. The noise out the front of the flat from the street um, and f- the noise next door. So it's quite difficult to separate <laughs> because there's just a kind of cavalcade of noise going on all the time pick a time there is noise going on in some capacity unless we not forget that the accounts office next door spent the entirety of lockdown fucking building what sounded like a castle next door so it's quite hard to separate the noises out when there's that such a melee occurring on a daily basis I feel like I, I, I scratched off a scab there. He <laughs> <You laughs> poked the bear. <laughs> and my last one. Ridiculous celebrity baby names. I hate them. I hate them so much. Well, we've Why been, do you have we've to name your qu- kids something stupid? Yeah, right. Well, we've been quite a, quite an advocate of um, of not giving your child a shit name. Well, case in point, Ed Sheeran had a baby. Okay. Lyra Antarctica Seaborn Shearer. Sounds like a fucking boat. Yeah, it really does. So, why do that? Lyra. Lyra Antarctica Seaborn Shearer. Okay. Lass. Oh, God. That makes it so much worse. You know, they've been like, right, we need to, we want to call it, like, we want her to have the initials of Lass. Let's figure out, like, why not call her, like, Lisa and Sarah Sheeran? Like, why do you have to be so fucking, oh, shut up. Fuck off, Sheeran. Fucking prick. You were shit in Game of Thrones. Uh, um. I, I haven't seen it, but I know that he would be. Did he have his little yeah. tiny child's guitar with him? <laughs> was he wearing beads around his neck? No, he just started singing. Oh, of course he fucking did. He, he was what, just there to sing and look really camply at one of the characters. It's funny, isn't it? Because there are some, like, there's the weirdest, like, celebrity... You know when there's a celebrity in something? It's like, the, mm. here's an example, like, How I Met Your Mother one of the characters, like for one episode, a character turns up that's Nicole Scherzinger. It's like, well, she's at some point in this episode, she is going to sing for no fucking reason. Yeah. And I remember an episode of Star Trek Deep Space Nine (laughs) and The Rock, Rock the the Wayne Johnson showed up and rock bottomed one of the characters through a table. It's like, wh- why? Why? <laughs> like, that could go on the list, actually. Um, um, like, shoehorning. Yeah, shoehorning celebrity, celebrity cameo. Uh, it's like, oh, fuck. No, but it's, it's their shtick as well, isn't it? it? They can go, they can be in there. But like, if Ed Sheeran was in it and he just said some words, and then fucked off, like, it wouldn't be as offensive, but he had yeah. to say. The rock had to rock bottom someone. Yeah, that's what I mean. Space. Nine of all places. <laughs> oh, he was obviously like a Klingon or something. Yeah, right? it was. That's exactly what he was. He was a Klingon. Yeah, and he was it. fighting seven of nine. Um, it's the Quite only episode of Star Trek Deep Space Nine I've ever watched. 
because when I was a kid, obviously I was a huge wrestling fan. The so attitude. Like, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna watch that episode. And it's like, and at the time I was going absolutely a- apoplectic because he rock bottomed the characters <laughs> for a table. But in hindsight, you kind of go, what a ridiculous notion. <laughs> so fucking stupid. So, 2020 has a bingo card. don't know if you're aware of this. Um, no. The Batshittery Bingo. Okay. Uh, basically, it's just, uh, you can just play a game where you make up the maddest thing and see if 2020 can conjure it up for it. Okay. Some things that I noticed that would be on mine in the last week or so. Mm-hmm. Zombie Storms. Never thought they'd be a thing, but they're now being reported. So zombie. essentially, Zombie Storms is the official title right. of a storm, which is a hurricane or a typhoon or whatever, that goes down to tropical storm and then like a pressure system that then builds back up to another storm again. Right. So instead of renaming it, it's now Zombie Storm Eric or whatever it was already called. <laughs> okay. The arrival of the Murder Hornet... Yeah, we've talked about them before. We have, but they're actually here now. Okay, a friend great. of mine was sat in his London flat and one dropped on his shoulder. Fuck. He later ended up suffocating it in a lampshade <laughs> <laughs> until it moved no more. Okay. Terrifying. Yeah. It's the size, he said, the size of a clipper lighter. <laughs> now, what, I don't what know. What <laughs> Why not just tell you what size it was? I know. I think that was the only thing he had nearby to reference it with. I'm guessing. Have you <laughs> seen fucking me... death hornets? They're the size of a clipper. It's basically like a lighter fly in a wall trap. <laughs> Breathing fire. But you then, sure that's just not a lighter? That, like, that is big. That's like a oh, good Oh, don't get me wrong. Almost. But what, a normal clipper or a mini clipper? I think a big one. Big wow, normal size. That thing. is so big. That's, that's a hefty bug. Like, imagine if that was in your face. That's his only reference point to measuring. Like, how big is the desk? Well, it's about clippers. thirty clippers <laughs> long by about eighteen clippers I'll deep. Have to ask him. I'll have to ask him. How tall is he? Four hundred clippers. <laughs> <laughs> how much do you weigh? Oh, about seven thousand clippers, I suppose. <laughs> what empty ones or full ones? No. How full, fast full. were you going? Yeah. About 600 repetitions of a clipper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. that, I don't know why that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> how, uh, how bright is that bulb? Are we going to move away from lumens? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going to move away from lumens. 700 clippers. <laughs> <laughs> Petrol. <laughs> Petrol is just like not a gallon. It's like... <laughs> 40,000 clippers, please. Oh, Jesus Fucking hell. Is that the end of the bingo? No, No, it's not. There's a brain-eating amoeba in Texan water supplies. Okay, is that why they're so fucking stupid? Uh, Sorry, that was a little joke. Sorry, listeners in Texas. I don't know if we've got... Actually, we've got one listener in San Antonio. It's the ones that drink direct from the ground. They're the ones that suck the worst. That's probably why he started listening to the podcast. (laughs) All all of our listeners have fucking been invested. Invested? What's the word? Invaded. Oh, my God. By You talk now. Are you okay? I think one of those amoebas has got into my brain. (laughs) 
drinking that Texan water. Vietnamese police confiscated 350,000 <clears throat> recycled condoms. I, I'm sorry, what? Condoms that were used, washed, <sighs> and then ready to be used again. That Don't even want to go into that anymore. Is it was just fucking terrible. Yes, it's terrifying and it's disgusting. It's something I never thought I'd hear. Also, <clears throat> last but not least, Vin Diesel has released a dance song. How is it that you making that statement makes me immediately go, someone's making, like, when did we become the podcast to report on Vin Diesel making a fucking dance record? Have you heard it? Yes, I have. What's it called? Feel Like I Do. Okay. Listeners, pause this podcast immediately and go and listen to Vin Diesel's new dance single. Vin Diesel and Kygo feel like I do. Wow. It's something. I bet it is. But you see, <clears throat> those are all kind of like, you know, broader. I mean, they're very specific, but broad as in they're affecting masses of people. I think you could also, there's also an argument to be made that you could play like your own version of bingo, like things that you never thought would happen um, that you do. And, and do you ever get those moments where you, you you just make a mistake that you shouldn't make at your age. Like, you just think, why did I do that? I mean, I suppose the pressure's higher on you because you've got children. So if you fuck mm. up, you look even worse. But um, <laughs> I um, put a bottle of cider, because I'm, I'm back off the wagon, um, right. in the freezer because it wasn't cold. Put it in the fridge, takes too long to get cold. Put it in the freezer, 10 minutes, nice and cold. So Half I put it in the later. freezer. No, no, no. <laughs> the next day, what sounds like a double barrel shotgun going <laughs> off happens. Bang! <laughs> Into the kitchen. No sign of anything. Open the freezer. Shattered glass all over the freezer. <sighs> but the worst thing is, a week later... Everything that you get out of the freezer, even if you cook it to eat it, tastes like cider. I had Yorkshire puddings the other night, tastes like cider. Pita bread, tastes like cider. Broccoli, tastes like cider. Everything now tastes like cider. A cider bomb. Yeah, and a that cider, bomb, cider bomb. That is, which is the, like, that is the analogy that sums up my life right now. Everything. <laughs> My my Tastes brain like is the freezer. The uh, the world is putting a bottle of cider in my freezer and waiting for it to fucking explode. It's time for a bit of this. Well, you just
Now, this is the most, are you fucking kidding me, that I've ever <laughs> had. Like, okay. It is the most. And what I have are two articles from the Brighton local newspaper, The Argos. The Argos. Headline number one. Explosive diarrhea caught on film in Brighton. <laughs> Environmental enforcement wants to speak to a man whose explosive diarrhea was caught on camera. Video captures the horrendous moment the man empties his bowels on a Brighton city centre wall on Tuesday morning. The public defecation in Frederick Gardens is punishable under 87 of the Environmental Protection Act of 1990. We would ask anyone with any information on who this person is to get in contact. In the video, filmed at about 7am, the man in a purple shirt and beige hat can be seen arriving. He then puts down a can on the floor, a can of Stella, before dropping his trousers. The act, punishable by a £75 fine, take less than a second, and he sprays fecal liquid up the wall opposite residential properties. Appalled resident Chris Hayes contacted the council's clean department at 11am. Can you please arrange for this to be cleaned up hygienically and urgently? This is not just a sweep clean, but human feces. Lovely. Now, there is a video of the man walking down the road with a can of, of lager in his hand. He has a little look around. He drops trowel and what exits his bowels ends up all over the wall. It's I mean, like rusty false, fucking water. She's like, bam! <laughs> now, what happened was this... Brighton man with street diarrhea appears to apologise. The man who caused outrage by defecating in public has seemingly apologised. In brown pen. Environment enforcement want to speak to the mystery man after captured the shocking moment he emptied his bowels on a Brighton city centre wall. Now it seems the perpetrator has returned to the scene of the crime to daub the walls in yet another brown substance, an apology uh, in brown marker pen. He wrote, The shitter was not homeless. In big letters. <laughs> then, underneath, he's written... Sorry, though. <laughs> That's okay, then. It's all right, mate. So, no worries. <laughs> it's like, are you How fucking petty. kidding me? <laughs> At first, you walk up to the wall and take a big shit, and then everyone starts calling you homeless because you look like a fucking tramp drinking cellar at seven in the morning. I just love the idea 
that he's like, no, I don't want the homeless community to get blamed for this, which actually I think is quite an admirable thing to do. I don't know why everybody would immediately go, well, the only person who would shit in the street, he must be homeless. It, no. but I love that he's done that in massive letters and then in tiny letters, he's apologized. Sorry, though. Sorry, though. Sorry, though. <laughs> Sorry that I shat, explosively <laughs> shat all over this fucking wall in front of your house. Soz. So like, uh, why funny. are you doing that? Uh, well, I mean, there is no reason. He needed to go, I guess. He, I mean, he, he needed a fairly belly, self-explanatory, yeah. but I mean, Stella doesn't all stay in your belly, does it? It needs oh. to go somewhere. And the worst part of the video, which they don't mention in the article, is after he's shat and pulls his pants and trousers up, he keeps sticking his hand down like the crack and then pulling it out and sniffing it. It's like, you know ah. what, mate? It's going to smell like shit because you've just had a shit. And he's like, what did you expect it to smell like? <laughs> he puts his hand down and he goes, fucking hell, that doesn't smell at all. That's just, that's just <laughs> vacated my anal cavity without even touching the sides. There's no residue. There's nothing. I don't need paper. I can just stroll oh, off right, carefree. Right. You say that, though, about mm. not needing paper. It just reminded me. Yeah, I was uh, using the bathroom the other day and that moment happened to me where you have no paper right but do you want to know why i realized i didn't have paper it wasn't because i was finished because i wasn't <laughs> it's because i got a fucking nosebleed whilst you were having a shit <laughs> yeah and i went to get the tissue to catch it because i was like what's that oh fuck i'm having a nosebleed got the tissue behind me i looked around and i was like have i been pushing that hard that i've just made the tissue disappear <laughs> and all the blood leave my fucking schnoz what's happened here you had such a big shit that it made your nose bleed. Wow. I almost did an Elvis. Fucking hell. <laughs> Didn't think I was stressing that much. I just love the idea. Imagine what you must have looked like in that moment. I know, yeah. Like, just like... Strolling through the kitchen, going to the cupboard where the tissue lives, with my fucking pants off. Me sort of huddling to make sure I don't drop anything if there is anything. So my cheeks together, <laughs> holding my hands under my nose. So I'm actually running like some little goblin, like, through the kitchen. <laughs> To go get the tissue. Oh, yeah, I imagine that looked amazing. Yeah. Imagine if someone had seen you in that moment. (laughs) (laughs) I'm struggling, is what I'm doing. Leave me alone. Oh, God. (laughs) Shall I? Shall I speak or? Well, yeah, normally you lead him with this bit. That's what I was waiting for. Fucking <laughs> hell. Organisation. Listeners, I'll let you, let you peek behind the curtain. We There's so many times when we record, because obviously I'm in one location, Lee's in another location, and where there'll be silence, he doesn't know if I've pressed record, I don't know if he's going to speak, we don't know what's going on. So now I've, I've started going, okay, I'm pressing record, which is what we did. And then there was silence because neither of us knew which one of us was going to introduce what you are hearing next, which is This Is America. So Kelly is back. She's a little teaser for you. She's given herself a new title, which we will discuss after you hear her um, stories. Um, And it's also there'll be music in the background because we haven't fucked it, boys. Well... So again, all right, listeners, let's leave behind the curtain even more. It may some compelling listeners. So, so, Lee, bearing in mind, I've had an incredibly crazy time 
to the point where you know because <laughs> it was basically my fault that we couldn't record because I've just been working so much unfortunately my mum's been unwell so I've happened to be dealing with that and a whole host of other things and I edited the pod and put it out and he and Lee actually graced our presence listeners by bothering to fucking listen to it which is unlike him <laughs> and then the first thing he says to, to me the first thing he says is well there's no music on it this is America it's like oh I'm, so- I'm sorry I'm sorry so now the entirety of Kelly's speech or you won't be able to hear her you'll just be able to hear the fucking track and the reason why is because Lee is a little bitch who wouldn't who had a fucking go at me straight away straight away and then tried to oodle his way out of it <laughs> fucking hell all right <laughs> Sorry, Kelly. Um, yeah, this is America. Fuck it up. This is America. Hello, it's Kelly. Not our Kelly. Thank you for the clarification when that was said last time. Um, although, coincidentally, I am Kelly R. My middle name starts with an R. Um, so, prerequisite apologies. I am not in my luxurious soundproof recording studio this time because said studio is my car and it's barely above freezing so I'm doing this from my bedroom welcome to my bedroom so uh, apologies if you hear the traffic from 280 outside my window or a snoring dog because Bonnie's sleeping next to me. Yeah, the whole Oracle thing, I really put some thought into what should be my appropriate title. And what I've come up with is Podcrasher. So I hope you can approve my new title. So everyone's favorite part is Trump News. I was just going to talk about his taxes because at the time I had planned to record, that was the only bit that was talk-worthy. So we'll just start there. Um, He has been dodging showing his tax returns since he was running for president way back when. finally um leaked or given or anyhow they out there now and (laughs) some fun bits of interest are um what he has paid in taxes he has paid out of the past 15 years he hasn't paid anything in taxes for 10 of those years and the, I think it was the year he was running for president and his first year as president, he paid $750 in taxes those two years. Each of those two years. Which um, it is not a lot at all. It's a shockingly small amount, in fact. And um, there has actually been an audit on his tax returns that has begun, that was started in 2011. And as of this year, it hasn't been finished yet. It hasn't been resolved. 
So it's been almost a decade-long investigation into his tax return history that still hasn't culminated in any resolution, which is, I find, shocking. Fake news. But if it is found that his taxes were filed improperly, he's going to owe more than $100 million back to the IRS. Um, in addition, he's also personally guaranteed a payment of over $420 million to cover debt that he has accrued. And most of that personally guaranteed payment is due within four years. I don't know when he promised to pay that, so I don't know when the four years is up, but judging by what he owes the hundred million dollars and the over 420 million dollars should kind of put into perspective what a pathetically small payment 750 dollars of taxes was but the funny bit um to me were the write-offs he chose to put in his tax returns when you file your taxes, you you count your income, you count how much you've paid out in taxes during the year, and then you can also have write-offs. Like if you're a teacher, you can write off so much in personal expenditures, in classroom necessities. Like when my mom was a teacher before she retired, I remembered just... <laughs> file upon file upon file of receipts she had accrued throughout the year buying things for her classroom. And up to a certain amount is can be deducted from your taxes, which takes down how much you would owe. It, it's fun. People go to school specifically to file taxes. It's not really complicated unless you have a lot of deductions, which it sounds like Trump did because $70,000 was written off for his haircuts and at least $95,000 was written off to um, a hair and makeup artist. Um, however, the, the funniest bit of Trump news is obviously that he and the First Lady both tested positive for COVID. I'm sure I'm a horrible, terrible, awful person for finding it funny, but I do. Now, there is also controversy around the Trump COVID thing, because when isn't there controversy surrounding our fearless leader? Some people think that he didn't even have COVID. And he was just pretending to so he could recover miraculously and he could be like, see, I told you, COVID's not a big deal. Ugh. But after seeing him speak and gasping for air like a fish out of water, I think perhaps he really did have it. And I do, I don't feel I feel bad that I don't feel bad. Judge me as you will. <sighs> and I, I have to agree that um, zucchini quiche really does sound like a form of a punishment meal. 
yeah, no disagreement. But I am legitimately sorry that you guys have never had an actually well-made quiche that is delicious. And I, I am highly remorseful for your life experiences. Well, quiche-related anyways. But ultimately, I'm okay being the minority here because in the grand scheme of things, that ultimately means more quiche for me. So it's a win. I put some thought into more tour locations you guys could potentially add to your schedule if you want to branch out. Um, I've got some U.S. locations here as well as what would be overseas for me. So in Pennsylvania, there's Intercourse and Blue Ball. Virginia has Tight Squeeze and Bump Ass. West Virginia, there's Fanny. And then for the UK, I have Cockington, Penis Stone, and Cocker Bush. Cocker Bush, I don't even know. I'm sorry. Uh, Scotland, Peterhead. Ireland, there's Cocktown. Uh, Germany, Titty C, which we all hear how much you love Titty. And Wiener also in Germany. Oh, I did also forget to apologize for the sounds of me turning the pages of my notes. Oops. So apology for forgetting to apologize. Yeah. Uh, so in Georgia, in the U.S., we have Willacoochee. Then in Wisconsin, there's Spread Eagle, Boners Lake, and Dickieville. And finally, in Cali California, good lord, it's like, it's like I've never said that word before in my life. California. Fuck's sake, Kelly. There's Fort Dick. Oh, I have, I have a contribution to the hate list. Um, I genuinely hate the fact that I'm still waiting to be accepted into the Cornley Poly technic drama society so if you could maybe pass the word along i don't know maybe put a good word in for me move my application to the front a little quicker i'd be so appreciative i mean you know if you've got any ins i can't tell you how embarrassed i am that i forgot kenny powers because generally Kenny Powers is the only name I can think of. I totally blanked on Danny McBride. And I'm like, the dude who plays Kenny Powers. So I feel like an idiot for forgetting it that one time. And what makes this even worse is that I was able to attend the season premiere party for the third season of Eastbound and Down. So, I mean, I, sh I should never forget Kenny Powers. And honestly, I never have, except, you know, the one time I was recording for you. So, thanks. Also, sorry. So, since I just said dude. Um, yeah, you're right. Dude is very uncool. And I use it constantly. So, 
point proven because I, I believe it's been about 36 years now that I've been a very active member of Clan Nerd Dork Geek. So yeah, checks out. However, I also did grow up when we were saying dude and cringe-worthy dudette all the time. So I'm also just old, which also puts me in the uncool category. You're welcome for proving your point so many times over. Um, we, I don't know if we say leg it or I just say leg it, but I've heard hoof it more because, you know, Americans are lazy, so why would we go quickly if we could just hoof it? Um, I, I think we say on a bender, or is it just me again? I don't know. I, I, I'm kind of isolated. I'm a bit of a hermit. I don't know if I told you I was bitten by a brown recluse spider and that gave me supernatural reclusive powers. But we say on a bender. Um, I, I don't think I've ever said knackered like in a conversation, but I've written it. So I don't know if that counts. It also sounds really fucking stupid when I say it. So maybe that's why I've never said it. But Bellend is one of my favorites. Um, Douche Canoe, Twat Waffle, and Bellend are like my go-to trifecta. I use Bevy on occasion. I use Lippy on occasion. I don't think you said Lippy because why would you? It's not something you would use. Um, but Aubergine was just kind of a, a given, I guess, because I took French in high school, so I think I learned it there. Also, it's a really pretty color. And the whole ass versus arse thing. I like to say arse when I'm at work because it sounds like I'm not cursing. Um, but I, th this is my hypothesis. Americans say ass because we genuinely, gen oh my fucking God, Kelly, get your shit together. Oh, that, that was my inside voice. I like inside my head voice. You weren't supposed to hear that. Americans are kind of nasal and gross when we speak. I don't know if you've noticed. So obviously ass is easier for our disgusting pronunciation of things. Ass and titties. Ass, ass and titties. Ass and titties. Two asses, four titties. I used to work at a strip club as a bartender. <laughs> so, um, that was the birthday song that the girls would dance for the gentlemen to. And since it's one of your favorite words, that's my birthday gift to you. There you go. Woo! Oh, hey, I'm really tired. I don't know if you picked up on that. Uh, there was something that you said and I think it was the last episode of your podcast um, that reminded me of something that was said in the Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny movie. 
But I also have another tie into the movie, which is sad. Um, Eddie Van Halen died. So R.I.P. Eddie. And um, he was spoken about in the pick of Destiny when Jack and Kyle were in Guitar Center and they were learning about the pick of Destiny. And it was said that the pick was flipped into a crowd at this concert and a boy caught it, a boy named Eddie. Eddie Van Halen. And that's why he could play the guitar so well because he had the pick of destiny. But you said something that reminded me of what Jack and Kyle had written for the MC at the open mic night to read. So here it is as it would apply to you. Since the beginning of time, was written in the stones that one day a podcast will come. Well, that podcast has come, and they are here to come again in your ear pussies. The Babbling Podcast. Okay, so it's a lot better when Paul of Tompkins does it. Whatever. Maybe that's why he gets paid to do it. <laughs> so, um, I'm ever so pleased that you liked my turkey. Um, he was born when I was chaperoning a school field trip for my daughter's class and I was having a hard time getting the kids attention so I decided to create a noise I had never attempted before and I wanted it to be loud I wanted it to be weird and attention catching and it turned out to be the perfect turkey and you're right it does just come out of nowhere because you have to kind of vomit the first garble out very forcefully like one is vomiting <laughs> but um yeah, he was my unintentional perfect turkey. And I'm, I'm so pleased that he pleases you. That's all for today, folks. Thanks for joining me on the wild and wacky adventures of your average American with some cool stories here and there. Um, thanks for continuing to listen to me. I really appreciate it. I really love and appreciate and love and appreciate and continue to do so ad infinitum i hope you have a great week bye there we are then yeah Lots now we listen to on. that have you, have you calmed down have you You've, yeah i've calmed you got down. it all out of your system yeah, now yeah yeah, yeah? yeah. kelly's calmed right? down yeah. yeah it's nice Good. to hear a professional um on the uh, oh okay yeah we're going down this route i mean should what? we just should we just on, push kelly on, to the on, side a second on, hang on hang on oh, yeah i'm what? including myself in that that wasn't a dig at you that was a dig at us we cool yeah we've we moved past this next time we see yes other, yeah, we've moved past this <laughs> <laughs> right yeah fantastic yeah. yeah another excellent uh edition of this is america uh-huh. um the pod crasher yes oh, um I mean, that was nearly 20 minutes. So she kind of is right. She is She is encroaching on the times. I think we should just step, take a step back okay. and just let Kelly do the hour or so. 
Okay. And we'll we'll just chip in every now and then. Yeah. Give pointers. Yeah. And then sit back and let Kelly do the rest. Oh, yeah. She sounds so much better than us. I don't. Di- I agree with you. I don't dislike Podcrasher, um, but I think that's doing her a disservice because mm-hmm. she's not crashing the pod. She's she's trying to overthrow the pod. Um, the pod in Serper. And we've we've sort of restored balance a little bit. We're still getting positive comments from people about Kelly, but we're also getting some as well. Um, that's so, nice. So the balance people is remembering restored. that we're here. Yeah, people remember <laughs> that it's our fucking podcast. So that's good. And that's positive. And, and listeners, if you're listening to this and thinking, oh, people get in contact with them, I, I'd love to be able to do that. Well, guess what? You can in a multitude of ways. At Badminton Pod on Twitter and Instagram, um, badmintonpod at gmail.com, or. If you're feeling really generous, go on iTunes, give us a little review. Just not like the ones from the Hillsy Lido. Don't don't set, le- leave a review saying, well, I haven't listened to it, but I had a sandwich <laughs> from a shop around the corner. It was fucking shit. Although, actually, I would quite like that. That would be quite fun. Give us um, those reviews. Yeah, as long they as they're five star, I'm happy. They, they would be fun. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, there's... So uh, back to Kelly. There's so much to talk about. I think the first place to start for me is the the Trump COVID um, and tax evasion stuff. Um, I mean, you could play Are You Fucking Kidding Me for the amount that he would owe. Yeah, yeah. I, well, yeah. I mean, f- I, I, if my math is correct, potentially four hundred and twenty million dollars. Um, That's mental. Which is fucking mental, but not as mental as seventy thousand dollars on haircuts. I was this now. I put the write-offs down here. Yeah, seventy thousand dollars of haircuts, of which I'm fairly certain he wears a wig, and if he doesn't, it's terribly done. Yeah, he's got terrible hair, but maybe that's why it costs so much. Because but then ninety thousand to hair and makeup artist. Yeah, I mean, pay pay that to me, and I'll throw a bag of watsits in his face. Yeah, but then you think about those kinds of. Um, this is completely off topic, but I thought I heard about it the other day. The, uh, a f- there's a particular football club whose mascot has been fired, and one but- of the players has coughed up the money to pay for his wages for a year. £80,000. What? £80,000 to be a mascot, to wear a fucking suit. To run around like a fucking Burke for half a year on one or two days. More than twice as much as I make as a teacher. Probably more than what some of the players are making. I mean, I doubt it, but still... But anyway, you're absolutely right. What? Who is? What is? What is happening? What is happening to the world? Do you it's think madness. he's got it, or do you think it's all a ploy? I thought it was just all a load of bollocks. So, as Kelly said, so he could come out the other side and go, "See, I told no, you." It wasn't I, that bad. I think he's trying to spin it that way, but in truth, he's actually suffering a bit with it. When you look at him, he looks very dishevelled, and he's got the little coughs and stuff. Do you hope that he dies? of it oh no i i don't i don't wish that anyone dies i don't want him to be president of america anymore because it's exacerbating things over there which need not be exacerbated but i don't want him dead i just want him to go away i mean if he died i i wouldn't feel anything i wouldn't um, be sad i'd be i'd be quite sort of like oh okay well i mean someone's dead 
Yeah, I'd, I'd probably pass over it the same as what I do most celebrity deaths. Oh, that's a shame they're dead. But, oh, what, you mean you're not going to post a photo on your social media page uh, talking about how much that celebrity means to you, even though you've never fucking met them or know anything about them? You're not going to do that. Oh, oh Scratching okay. scabs. Oh, okay. Scratching scabs, baby. Um, so uh, the, the, the second thing that popped up to me was tour locations. How did we not yes. think of Cockabush or Cocktown? How do we uh, not remember those? Both of them made me sad to, to hear them, uh, but it made me very happy to hear the others, uh, which were further afield and abroad. Yeah, and what, we didn't look that far. No, what what have you got a favourite? Uh, I really like Intercourse and Blue Balls. Yeah, very good. Uh, I wouldn't mind going to Fort Dick or <laughs> Willacoochee. Uh, yeah, so my favourite one was Willacoochee. Um, I mean, Willacoochee, Fort I Dick think is... is fantastic. <laughs> Because you just imagine like the size and breadth dick. of a fort made out of dicks. Like that is funny. Um, I also loved Boner's Lake. Boner's Lake's a nice one. Spread Eagle is yeah. a, a nice one too. Uh, I did particularly like the one in Germany. I think it was called Titty Sea. Yeah. I know we're not keen on the word, but when you put a sea with it, a sea of titties, uh, sounds disgusting and we should definitely do a show there. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of a sea of titties, um, just she's just Kelly's just slipping in the fact that she was a bartender in a strip club. Yeah, kept that quiet. Like I, Bloody hell. I can, uh, I, I bet there is the most bonkers um, stories from the stories from the strip club. I mean, I myself know a couple of bonkers stories from strip clubs, but imagine the kind of stories that kelly's got so i think i speak on behalf of us and the listeners <laughs> kelly if you got any stories from your time as a bartender uh stories bartender, from the strip club. a strip club bartender please do let us know um now i don't want to toot my own horn but i am a big deal on the uk theater scene so i may this is true be able to have a word with the drama society that Kelly is attempting to become a part of. Um, yeah, I can't help you. No, uh, I, this, is, this is all right. No, I me, will no. flex <laughs> my theatrical muscles um, and have a word with them and say, come on, why the fuck aren't you letting Kelly in? Stop, stop, it. stop it. Sort it out. Yeah. Um, what else? Um, hoof it. Uh, yeah, I mean, there, there was lots of words. I did notice at one point Kelly was uh, failing to be able to say words, and I think that is just generally being in our presence one way or another, doing that to her. What, because of the pressure, because of the professionalism that we kind of shine down on stuff? It puts No, I think it's nervous. our stupidity rubbing off. I think we're oh, just okay, generally infecting thing. her with our, you know, incompetence. Yeah. Uh, I worry, so you know, maybe distance yourself from us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I did like the pronunciation of like aubergine or whatever it was. Aubergine, that sounded very cool. That was cool. Um, I also have never heard this before, but douche canute. Um, I don't know what that is. I don't know what canute I is. thought it was canoe, but either way, I'm happy. Oh, it might be a douche canoe. Oh, that makes more a sense. A canoe of douche. A canoe of douches, Yeah. Yeah. See, douche is quite a good word because it's got like lots of different meanings. You, one can douche oneself in preparation. <laughs> one things. can be a douche. One can have a douche. So it's quite a, it's quite <laughs> a, malleable. Uh, yeah, malleable <laughs> word. Um, I also loved that, um, that Kelly talked about the trifecta. 
because it does. Yes. She talks about how it kind of solidifies our nerddom and the fact that she also says things about trifectas um, mm. means that it's kind of vindicated that, that we are all just massive fucking nerds. Uh, and everything works in triangles. Yeah, absolutely. Pythagoras was onto something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, <laughs> we've got a use about. for it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, also being bitten by a reclusive... Or bit, been bitten by a spider, so she has superhuman reclusive powers. <laughs> which I, um, which I, she also, I was talking to her last night, and she said to, we were talking about the, um, about the recording, and she said, "Apologies if you can hear a gunshot in the background." And I was what? like, I'm, I, "I didn't hear a, a gunshot." She's like, "No, I listened back to the recording. You can't actually hear it, but a gunshot went off um, a couple of blocks away." And I really wanted to message her out of context and say, Are "You sure it wasn't a bottle of cider that you left in the fridge?" Because <laughs> I can assure you, they do sound really similar. But she wouldn't have understood the context because I didn't tell her the story, and she wouldn't have listened to the show yet. Um, her inside oh, voice and talking to herself, I also loved. Um, I, I generally like Tired Kelly. I think that's oh, one of my favourite Kelly. Oh, absolutely. So as much as we don't want you to be tired, Kelly, we, we do like the effect that it has on the kind of ramblings of your mind. <laughs> um, it is very fun to listen and to. And I'm glad we got some more context as per the creation of the turkey. Who knew the that the turkey sound. sound had an origin story? Like that that really sort of that really took me by surprise. I never knew that this had <laughs> such a <laughs> such a rich it's wealth of background, you know? Oh, that was really I love the fact exciting. that you buttoned it. That's, of course that's I buttoned wonderful. It. And and I think the other thing that for me is her reading our introduction to to the yes. the the rhythm of Tenacious D from the HBO episodes. That was a real touching moment for us because, uh, yeah, that's a, yeah, love that. That's very cool. That's something that we will may possibly be using every single time now. Absolutely. When I have time to put it on a button, it'll be on the button because <laughs> as, as everybody knows, we are very kind of button heavy. We've not only got the turkey, but we've also got... Hello there, this is Dave Benson Phillips and you're listening watching to the Bubblement podcast with Ryan... <laughs> So we are filling up the button. If you would like to be on a button, <laughs> contact us at Babbleman Pod at Babbleman Earlier on, I mentioned my hate of celebrity names. Yes. Now, on the flip side of that coin is my love for non-celebrity naming of people that then become famous. So they're, they're you mean celebrities' birth names? Yeah, so people with great names. Who's that artist that's got a great name that you like? Experimental guy. Cosmo Sheldrake. What a name. Yeah, amazing. Fantastic. His brother's name. called Merlin. Again, fantastic. Yeah, amazing. I went to mum and dad's the other day and my dad was watching Formula One. Now, I, I don't watch Formula One. I haven't watched it for eons. I only no. ever watched it. It was on at home. And he starts talking to me about all the... You know what he's like. Yeah. He just starts talking and telling me all the information. I'm like, thanks, dad, but I don't care. Until he mentions a British driver who has what I believe to be the best name ever. Okay. Period. The man is called... Lando 
Norris. <laughs> An amalgamation wow. of Lando Calrissian and Chuck Norris yeah. in a man that drives cars at 200 miles an hour. Yeah, that Perfection. is pretty fucking special. Lando. I mean, if you're going to name your kid, that is how to do it. 100%. Ah, oh, wonderful. 100%. It's not as quite as catchy as Elton John being actually called Reginald Dwight, is it? <laughs> no wonder he changed his fucking name. What would you change your name to if you could? Uh, I mean, I'd be going down the Lando Norris route, I'll be honest. Yeah, I mean, but the thing is, if at, at our age, like two blokes in their mid-30s, to, well, I mean, I'm not quite in my mid-30s yet because I'm just, you know, a few years younger than you, but um, <coughs> if, I, if I one day turned up and I was like, oh, I've changed my name by deed poll, I'm like, all right, what is it now? Lando. People like what? Oh, I, I'd, no, I'd have no problem with it whatsoever. You, well, why don't you do it then? Uh, I don't want to change all my bank cards and stuff. <sighs> okay, well, I think there should be yeah. Because I mean, uh, I was thinking, I was starting to say something. I thought no, because if this backfires, I'm going to end up being called Lando, and I don't know if that's <laughs> necessarily what I want. But like, why? Why shouldn't? Why don't more people change their name? I had a mate who was called uh, uh, Dan, and he changed his name to Wolfgang. I mean, that's a powerful name. Yeah, just because he he had he had a German surname, and he was like, I'm just going to call myself Wolfgang, and he changed it by deed poll and got married under the name Wolfgang. So. I mean, I think the thing is, though, because there's a, someone called Lando um, Norris, like that would kind of put me off a little bit because there's already someone who's got a yeah, legitimate. beating you to it. But if you were just like, I don't know, like, um, I think I'd probably go for like Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> just Jeff. <laughs> Fucking Jeff. Yeah, I think I quite like the name Jeff. Got an uncle, well, an ex uncle called Jeff who's a complete fucking prick. So, oh, no. Well, okay, but I mean... It's like, Jim's up there as well. Jeff and Jim, you two are cunts. Yeah, yeah that's Jim. just a little bit of personal vitriol for you. Fucking what I would say is, my <laughs> I, I told my dad that I was thinking about getting a dog. And, ah, yes, you and have mentioned this. he started... Uh, he was like, what, what you, would you want to call the dog? And I really like the name Walter. As in Walter, Walter White. You know, or yes. other Walters. So my dad sent me a list of dog names that he thinks are more appropriate. Oh, and wonderful! Okay, there's you know, you, it's a list of names. Some of them are weird, some of them are whatever. But then I will reveal to you why this concerned me. Right. So he starts off with Cuda, Spliff, Doobie, Skinup, Rizzler, <laughs> Roper. Duke, Princess, Hendrix, Tina, Otis, Mercedes, Muttley, Minty, fucking Minty, uh, Mo- uh, Sheba, Carol, Matilda, Queenie, Beamer, Trollope, Patch, Levi, Mustang, Sniffer, Ruby, Roxy, Rosie, Bubbles, Polly, Molly, Tinker, Phoebe, spelled F-E-E-B-Y, Rusty, Maggie, Rosie, Tina, Skippy, Mindy, Bella, Sadie, Nobby, Fluffy, Muff, Sheila, Tigger, Doggy, and Pussy. And then ended with a dog emoji saying, I've only just begun. Now, there's some weird names on there. However, yeah. 
I realised at one of the very specific names of one of his ex-girlfriends. It was a nickname of a, a woman he went out with in the 70s who was called Bubbles. Then I started looking around it and realised that he was naming women that he has had sex with in the past. Now, that in of itself what? wouldn't be too much of a problem, except one of the names in the list is my mother's name. Hang on, hang on a minute, hang on. Wait, 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 wait. Are you telling me mm-hmm. that your dad mm-hmm. is giving you a list of nicknames or actual names of women he slept with as names for your dog? Yes, including, <laughs> including my mum. <laughs> and then after my mum, his, his fucking mum. My grandmother. His mother. He goes from a nickname that my mum had to his own mother. Yeah, cheers, Dad. Oh. Don't think I'll be naming a dog after any of those things. But thanks, Just though. Just in case. Thanks, though. For fuck's sake. There we have it. The end of another yep. wonderful episode. There we go. Of cheery, good feelings. Yeah. No no arguing. Nah. No ill will. <laughs> ill <nothing>. will. No, <laughs> absolutely nothing. Ill will. Well, to round everything out. Yep. I want to talk about a chap mm-hmm. called William Buckland. Okay. Who is basically world record holder for eating the most animals that exist. <laughs> That's anywhere I can put it. So it's not he literally for, ate <laughs> his way through the animal world. <laughs> he ate the animal kingdom one by one. He did as much as he possibly could. Okay, so, so the vegans, this is not very vegan friendly. This then. is, you're going to turn inside out if you are vegan. <laughs> if you're a vegan, stop listening now. <laughs> so basically, he was a, a lecturer in uh, around 1813. Okay. And he had the idea that the stomach rules the world. The great ones eat the less and the less, the lesser still. That was one of his, his things. And he, okay. he was basically a fucking lunatic. Right. He was eccentric to the point where like, he would walk around with a pouch that was stuffed with mammoth teeth, had petrified feces, he had a hyena skull that he'd have on him most of the time. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> For no apparent reason. And he liked to uh, entertain guests at his home with exotic meals. Right. And some of the things this guy ate. Hedgehogs. Okay. Would you eat a hedgehog? Absolutely fucking not. No. Blue bottle flies. Oh, God. They're literally just, like, banging around shit all the time. No way. Roast, roast ostrich. Porpoise. <laughs> Porpoise. I know. Great name, isn't it? Crocodile steaks. <coughs> cooked puppies. Oh. Yeah, it's the, it's the puppy, isn't it? Yeah. It's as soon as you say puppy, it's the, uh, um the most vile dish that he had ever eaten was the common mole. Common mole. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was up on the list of the most disgusting things. He had a fondness for mice on toast. Oh God. He had a pet hyena called Billy, actually, just as a side note. Oh, okay, <laughs> a little bit of an adage there. As an adage, just to just get away to from the fucking flesh him out shit. a little bit. The thing was, his son also followed his sort of 
suit of eating as much as possible. Uh, to the point where Darwin called both of them vulgar and almost coarse. <laughs> almost. <laughs> almost coarse. I love that. Yeah. He's not quite coarse, but he's, he's very, very close to being so. Yeah. Um, yeah. Basically, et his way through the animal kingdom. I mean... And it, it posed a question. Yeah, go on. If you could eat any animal, what would it be? And if you were forced to eat an animal, what was the thing you would at least want it to be? Uh, well, the second one's easy. That would be a dog. I, I wouldn't eat a dog. Right, okay. Um, I mean, I wouldn't really like to eat anything other than what I can buy in Tesco's. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't <laughs> want to eat a cat. I don't want to eat mice. Actually, I'll tell you what, the worst thing for me would be a bat. Because I'm terrified bat. of bats, so that would be that so would be. So dead one turning up on the plate would just be like hell no. But which one would I want to eat? What that I haven't? Yeah. Um. Well, I've never had pheasant, and that's supposed to be quite nice. I have. It tastes like mud. Okay. I mean, I think uh, to be perfectly honest, I've eaten most of the meat that I would want to eat. Okay, fair um, enough. I'd probably agree with that. Uh, I, I would probably agree with that. But I can tell you, hands down, the thing that I want to eat the least mm. is a chicken fetus where it is petrified in the shell. Yeah, I mean, that is pretty That is pretty rancid. I mean, I can't eat eggs Looks heinous. if they've got like a bit of a film on the, over the yolk. I'm like, oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> Um, I just don't eat eggs. Yeah, I mean, I like <laughs> eggs, but yeah, I mean, I guess it's difficult though, isn't it? Because you get to a point when it's like, well, like I know what I like, I know what I don't like. I'd rather eat a packet of Monster Munch than eat most meat. Do you know what I mean? Or some biscuits or something. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it's... it's <laughs> Thanks for that. You set me up for that perfectly because... Um, <laughs> Chocolate, well, Britain's best love biscuit has been announced. <laughs> what? Um, why were I involved? Why would, why I don't know where the poll saying... came from, um, but I've got the top 20 of the UK's <laughs> biscuits. <laughs> um <laughs> And I will go in reverse order. And I guess in the first instance, we can uh, agree or disagree with, say, the top five. But as we go through, tell me which ones you like, which ones you don't like. I think that's really important. Uh, so at number 20, Garibaldi. Like. Fig roll. I like. Yep. Nice. Pointless. I agree. Malted milk. Okay, in small quantities. Oreos. No, get yeah, I hate Oreos. Hobnob. Ah, oh, a plain hobnob. Plain hobnob. Has its moment. Okay. The ginger nut. No, get in the bin. My uncle was on holiday um, with my parents. I thought that's the name of the next before, biscuit. My before uncle. I was born, <laughs> and he was swimming in a swimming pool, and um, he was moving. He's like, oh, someone's dropped a ginger nut in the swimming pool. And he picked it up, and obviously it was a piece of poo. And I was like, why did you think that it was a ginger nut? Like, why specifically a ginger nut? Like, that's a really specific... Like, when have you ever seen a logged-shaped ginger nut before? Um, number 13, Rich Tea. 
Yeah. I once ate too many rich tea biscuits and then was sick, so I can't eat them anymore. Um, really? Yeah, Viennese Whirl. Mm, they're okay if they got some of the chocolate. I don't know if I've ever had one, to be honest. Um, it is shortbread, really. Eleven, the plain digestive. Oh, how fucking boring! But we get into the we get into the top ten now. So at number ten, right. we have the crunch cream. Oh, now it's heating yeah. up. Okay, I, I, I like crunch that a lot. Cream. Yeah. Number nine, we have the bourbon. Always time and place for I a agree. Um Number eight, you have just Maryland cookie. Just, just a Maryland yeah. cookie. Um, number seven, we have the Jammy Dodger. See, mm, I think there are significantly so better up. biscuits than the Jammy Dodger on there. I would take... I mean, that shit welds itself to the roof of your mouth. Don't eat it correctly. Yeah, it's too dense. You, you shouldn't have to think about how you're eating it. Uh, no, I agree. Just shove it <laughs> I agree. I think, that, I think, for example, the Garibaldi, the Fig Roll... Um, I think that well, I mean the crunch cream and the bourbon should be higher than the jammy dodger, so that's quite a contentious one the into the top ten. Um, in at number six, the custard cream. Mm, I mean, it's a bit of a stalwart, but yeah, I, yeah, boring. I think the custard cream is is both over and underrated simultaneously. It's the it's the Schrodinger's cat of the biscuit world. Schrodinger's Schrodinger's biscuit. biscuit. Um, number five. We're in the top five now. Oh, no, yeah, top five. The chocolate hobnob. What? And number five? I know. See, for me, for me, looking at the rest of the biscuits on this list, the chocolate hobnob is supreme. What's beating it? Number four, you've got the Jaffa cake. Mm, I mean, it's got cake in the title. Yeah, controversially so. Uh, number three is chocolate finger. Ooh. Doing like a bit of them yeah, fingers. Yeah, me too. Uh, number two, I am appalled by this because I detest this. Uh, number two is shortbread. No! Shortbread should not no. be number two. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, absolutely. It should be where Viennese Wells were. They're the same fucking things. Yeah. And then number one, so Britain's most loved biscuit, the chocolate digestive. Really? Yep. The most boring biscuit on the entirety of the, the list. The most beige yeah. of all beige yeah. with a bit of chocolate on it. It's still fucking dry. That's like someone saying, what's your favourite food? Oh, a sausage roll. It's like, well, okay. There's a, Pasty. There's a, yeah, I mean, there's a place for those things and they can be delicious, but there are things that are so much better than that. So if you are listening to this podcast and your favourite chocolate biscuit is a chocolate digestive, then quite frankly, we don't want you anymore. Get out of here. <laughs> Take your shit biscuit and fuck off. Take your wanky dry mouth and head off. I think that's a slightly different thing which we don't really have time to go into right now, so... Uh, probably not. We are leaving. We are. No. Goodbye. Doodle pip.